0: Hey, this is Dale Calvert. I'd like to welcome you to the MOM Success Podcast. This week, I want to pass along some advice that I wish I'd paid attention to when I first heard it. Before we start, I'd like for you to think about the five closest friends you have, uh, the people in your life that you spend the most time with. This could be relatives, neighbors, or anybody else. I'm going to give you a few seconds here to think about it. Before we start this week's podcast, so think about those five people right now.
1: Welcome to the MLMSuccess.com podcast, the show designed to return the network marketing industry to its roots of personal growth, leadership development, and wisdom of the age's success principles. We share with you real success stories from real people that we hope will inspire and encourage you personally and help you progress forward in your business and your life. We believe if you build people, people will build the business. Now here is your host who has been called the number one mind in network marketing, the MLM Profit, network marketing virtual mentor, and a host of other names that we will not mention because this is a family show. Frankly, he's just a small-town guy that figured out that the real product in network marketing is people. Dale Calvert.
0: Welcome. I'm glad you're with me this week on this week's podcast. Do you have the five people in your mind? I hope you do. As I said in the beginning, the five people that you spend the most time with, hang out with the most, who are they? Uh, as we get into this week's podcast, the title is How the People You Hang Out With This Weekend Impact Your Success. Let me just apologize in advance. I'm going to get personal in this podcast more than I normally do. Uh, I'm going to share some things that I've never really talked about a whole lot before, but I hope that they'll be impactful. They'll make you think and it'll make an impact uh, on your journey down this path to network marketing success, honestly, this is probably the only quote, or only thing that I've ever heard from Jim Jim Rohn that I didn't really internalize and try to implement. Uh, as you guys know, the listeners podcast, I I quote Jim Rohn a lot, uh, but this is the one concept idea that I missed so let me explain here's the quote your income is the average of the five people you hang around the most let me say that again your income is the average of the five people you hang around the most and if you will just stop and think about the five people that you do hang around the most your friends uh, you'll find that to be pretty much Spot on, right on. And I personally understand life is to be lived as a magnificent adventure, not at all, as Helen Keller said. And as we move through life, our circle of influence changes. Uh, the, The truth is none of my five closest friends that I had when I started my network marketing career are really in my life much at this point. And some of you may think, well, Dale, that's sad or whatever. But the reality is we progress. We move forward. Uh, uh, things change. People don't change. Some people stay the same. It just kind of is what it is. And it's not sad to me. I mean, if any of them needed anything, uh, I would do my best to try to support or help them. But it's just the, the way life is. It's a circle of life. Uh, for, for, for me personally, uh, people in general are drained and they drain my energy, um, at, at an, a level that's not normal. And I understand that many network marketers get energy from people. So for that reason, I mean, I wish I did. <laughs> but for that reason it's even more important that you play pay very close attention to the people that you have in your life i mean for for don and i you know we surround ourselves with a very tight knit circle of of friends and and family members and primarily family members however you know when when i retired from building in teams in 2000, I could have and should have put this concept of Jim Rohn's into action and joined a very high-level mastermind group. Now, I didn't even think about it at the time. I mean, life is to be lived forward, understood, looking backwards. But looking back, that would have been a really good move for me. But honestly, uh, I was ready to coast for a while. Uh, if I could go back, that's pro- that's one thing that I probably would have done or I know I would have done that I didn't do. So, again, I would ask you, who are you hanging out with this weekend? What's your weekend going to look like? Who's going to be the people in your circle this weekend? It's a very, very important question. It, it just is. Uh this coming weekend I'm actually speaking in Dallas, looking really forward to it. Uh on Sunday afternoon when the event's all over, uh I'm gonna have the opportunity to hang out with people that I want to be around. I wanna be around. Uh, my wife Dawn and I are having a special gathering in our suite. There's probably gonna be around a hundred people from around the United States and Canada. And many of these people I'll be meeting for the first time and really looking forward to that. Uh, there'll be at least a couple millionaires that I've worked with in the past uh, that will be be there. There's going to be several newbie entrepreneurs, uh, many who listen to this podcast and are members of the MM Training Club, so, I mean, I'm excited about this weekend, and I'm excited about the people that we have the opportunity to be around, uh, but the main point, the main thing that I'm really sincerely excited about is a lot of these people get to meet each other for the very first time. They get to know each other, and as you guys know that listen to this podcast regularly, uh, I purposely repel what i feel are the wrong people people just love to talk the talk and don't walk the walk people that aren't willing to take responsibility those are looking for the foo-foo dust and those that that have that well i'm just trying to get mine mentality i try to intentionally repel those people Uh, i know the type of business i want i know the type of clients i want and I understand that most network marketing teachers and trainers just want to build a tribe of followers, and so they can sell them as much stuff as they can possibly sell them, whether they need it or not. I've never had, and never will have, an interest in that. Uh, I sincerely do not need it. I, I, it's just not. Uh, it's not part of who I am. And again, I understand that I am not the normal. Uh, get energy from people, network marketer. I wish I was. I respect those people, and I, I I'm fascinated with those people that have that type of DNA and makeup, and I wish I did. But I've always believed that when you're the best in the world at what you do, the results should speak for themselves, and I've always believed that the right people will find you. That's just been a fundamental belief I've had my whole life, You know, you don't fake it till you make it. You do it, then you can talk about it. And the right people, the people that understand that, will find you. And throughout my life, they always have. I mean, the number of people that I've met in the last two or three years since we started these podcasts, and I kind of got back in the game at some level from an emotional standpoint at least, and I've never been out of the game, but got back in the game when we started these podcasts. Uh, in 2015, uh, the number of people that have come into my life, uh, it's been phenomenal. It's just been phenomenal. So there's nothing more draining for me personally than spending time with someone who is trying to be an entrepreneur and shouldn't be. Or someone who's trying to just get in my back pocket or ride my coattails. And I understand that that type of thinking is very widespread, uh, networking and who you know and all that. I understand that that's, that minds, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it at, at all. Uh, but I can say that for me personally, uh, I can't begin to try to understand it. And I'm just not capable of, Relating with it. Never in my life have I tried to want to, uh, get in the circle with someone for what they might be able to do for me. I've never had that thought. I've always believed become the best you can be and let the chips fall where they may. That, that, that my, my happiness, my success, And any aspect of my life is dependent upon one person, and that's the one staring me back in the mirror. And I've said many times, you know, I'll take care of me for you. You take care of you for me. So let me ask you again. What is the average income of the five people you hang out with the most? What is it? And I just want you to be aware of it. I'm not saying, you know, eliminate all your loser friends tonight. I'm not saying that. But I am saying that I think it's human nature to always compare yourself with your neighbors instead of the person staring you back in your mirror. You know, Helen Keller said, Hell starts when the person you are meets the person you could have become. And most people compare themselves with their neighbors. It's like looking, you know, my yard's beautiful compared to my neighbor's. And, you know, he they're driving a, a car that's seven years old. You know, mine's only six years old. And I painted my house last year. They haven't painted their house in 11 years. And, you know, their kids versus my kids and blah, blah, blah and blah, blah, blah. And, and as I've said many times, some of you... <laughs> Continue to compare yourself with your neighbors need new neighbors. You need new neighbors. Comparing yourself with those in your circle instead of your upside potential is a big, big mistake. And it's something that happens all the time. It's, and again, I understand that it's a human instinct. It's human nature. Uh, I understand that for whatever reason, it's something that I've just never been able to wrap my brain around. I've just never felt that way. So, uh, so be aware of who you're hanging out with and put yourself in a position to hang out with the right people. And let me say this and hear this, the right people for the right reasons. The right people for the right reasons. And I'm going to change gears just a little bit here and kind of get personal. Um, and again, at this point in my life, I realize that, that I'm not normal and everything I'm getting ready to say here. Uh, you know, I, I, it's probably, you know, I, I, I'm, I wouldn't defend it. I wouldn't defend it to to the end, you know. It's it's perceptions that I have. Uh, it's not what I consider to be wisdom of the ages principles that were here long before I was. Um, so I just need to share it, and and hopefully some of you will be able to really relate with what I want to share with you from this point on. So the first concept idea is be aware of the people that's in your circle and the influence even that they can have sometimes even when we we don't don't realize it. And it's never good to compare yourself with anybody except the person staring you back in the mirror. That's the first concept. So as we change gears a little bit, uh, I want to talk about recognition and uh, i recognize the need most people have for recognition to be recognized uh, but i sincerely don't understand it and i think because i do understand the need i don't understand it emotionally personally but because I recognize the need in everybody and most people on the planet, I try to think I go out of my way to recognize people that are going above and beyond. I don't care if it's the clerk checking me in at a hotel, uh, if it's a waitress or waiter at a restaurant, Um And so on and so forth. There's a lot of people in the marketplace that really go above and beyond, uh, in their, in their job, uh, even when they're not the owners of the business, but they're very talented and skilled at what they do. And I realize, especially in the service industry, most people, all they really hear from customers is grief. So I try to go out of my way to show appreciation when when people do go above and beyond. And please don't get me wrong on what I'm saying. Uh, I appreciate the kind words, the emails uh, at a different level. I, I sincerely appreciate it. It probably means more to me than it does most because, in my mind, it means that I'm able to communicate uh, things that have made a positive impact on somebody else. Uh, so I sincerely appreciate it. Um, but, you know, I, I realize I grew up uh, a big fish in a small town. And I also have understood... You know, again, life is to be lived forward, understood, looking backwards. And that I had an abnormal amount of positive reinforcement and recognition my entire life, all my life. Uh, when I was seven years old, I was traveling with my parents and, you know, singing in country music contests and shows all over the state of Kentucky. Um I started doing magic shows uh, at a very, very young age. You know, when I was eight, nine years old, I was doing shows for five and six-year-olds, birthday parties and being paid. Uh, was a semi-professional magician uh, all through high school. Really the reason, one of the main reasons I got involved in network marketing uh, was always involved in sports and excelled in sports uh, throughout high school, you know, s- starting, starting on the high school team when I'm a freshman and, you know, thought I was going to play Major League Baseball. And, you know, so my, my childhood from a recognition standpoint was way, way abnormal. And it was different from even my siblings. But, you know, my parents very well, well respected in a small town, great people. My my granddad was a sheriff, my uncle was a county attorney. So it was it was not a normal environment. It was beyond positive. Uh, and you know, then I found that we're marketing at age twenty and you know, we became supervisors in ninety days and that was like how can a 20-year-old become supervisor in 90 days? It didn't mean any. I mean, I didn't think it was anything special, but people started asking me to speak at different events. And it was almost like it was a sideshow or something because most of the people were seniors. And this is, you know, I was 20 years old and they want me to come and speak in Ohio with You know, with doctors talking about nutritional products and then this 20 year old kid and, and, you know, was invited to speak at different locations. And it was just kind of, it was normal for me based upon everything else in my life up to that point. But I realize now how abnormal it was. And I really sincerely think that I have an advantage because I heard a speaker one time say something I did not understand it at all, but he said most of high, most high performance people in and out of the network marketing profession, most self made people that didn't inherit it. A lot of them had a real tough childhood and a lot of them were outcast in high school and they're trying to prove their classmates in high school were wrong about them. And I, I've never, I mean, I didn't understand that when I heard it, but now when you observe and you talk and you listen and you hear, you realize how profound and insightful that statement really is. I understand and I believe and I've experienced that there's no end to what a group of people can accomplish when no one cares who gets the credit. The problem is, the challenge is, especially in network marketing, is everyone does care who gets the credit. And without doubt, without a doubt, greed and ego, greed and ego have destroyed more more organizations than anything else. Greed and ego. And let me switch gears a little bit here again. And let me ask you, I'd like for you to just think about five celebrities that you would drive five minutes from your home to meet and have coffee with. Name just five real quick. Think about them in your mind. And a lot of you are thinking, well, Dale, I can't, I can't, there's, there's thousands. I couldn't think of just five. I couldn't think of just five. And honestly, for me, Uh, I can only think of two, unless we include former UK basketball players and coaches, because that's kind of my thing, Kentucky basketball. And I would go five minutes to meet any of the players, coaches. Okay. So that's for sure. That's my, you know, it's just part of my, we believe, we bleed blue in Kentucky. But other than that, I thought, okay, Pete Rose. I've met him a few times, but I would I would, Pete Rose. And then from Hollywood, the only person that I could even think about possibly, and I don't know why, but Dennis Quaid, because he was in The Rookie, the movie The Rookie. He was in the newest movie, What uh, I Can Only Imagine. I just think he's a great actor. Possibly I would drive five minutes to have coffee with Dennis Quaid, but it depends on what else I had going on in that day, really. Uh, so I know that's abnormal. I realize that's abnormal. Uh, there's not a, an artist that I can think about that I would drive five minutes. Because I, I have other things I would need to be doing and would rather be doing. And and I understand the odor I get, how strange that is. You know, at the time of this podcast, there was um, the royal wedding just happened. And if for $5 billion, tell me who was marrying who. The only thing I know is the girl, the bride was from the United States. That's all I know. And but. Every time you have the radio on or, you know, any type of... Everybody's talking about this royal wedding. And this is the honest truth for me. You could fly me first class, private jet to the royal wedding, put me on the front row of the royal wedding, or let me be on the front row in a small stinking gym to watch my granddaughter play basketball, I'll take my granddaughter playing basketball every time. It's not even close. Not even close. I'll take my granddaughter playing basketball every time. Put me on the front row and let me watch her. So... Again, I'm just being honest, guys. And I understand. So, well, Dale, you, I would go to the royal wedding. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I mean, again, I, this is not wisdom of the ages stuff. It's just personal stuff that I want to try to give you some perspective on all this. And I'm probably at one extreme and there's other people that are at the other extreme. If, if this person ever sung on stage or was in any movie or on any TV show, they would drive to go meet them and have coffee with them. Even if, okay, I, I'm just not going to do it. I, I just, I have none of that inside my being. So let me ask you a question. And again, I apologize for the sporadicness of this, but let me ask you a question. Why do you attend events? Well, Dale, I don't attend events. Okay, I will tell you, you should. Because as Jim Rohn said, life are, life's so changed at events. And I can tell you, I'm sure I've mentioned this in the past, there's two events that I attended during my network marketing journey that if I had not attended them, I would not have the opportunity to speak to you on this podcast. No question about it. So, do you attend events? And the next question would be, why? Why? I attended a Jim Rohn event, and it was life-altering when I attended it. And I did not attend it so I could get my picture taken with Jim Rohn. I was there to learn, period, end of story. It was not to have my picture taken or to be seen at the event. There was 10,000-plus people there. It was phenomenal. Never forget it. Uh, here's what I understand about Jim Rohn and anybody else, which I think is a healthy attitude. They put their pants on one leg at a time. Could Jim Rohn was an Iowa farm boy, Iowa farm boy, uh, working at Sears, in debt, 25 years old, too much month at the end of the money, and a guy named Earl Shulff found him working at Sears. And the rest is history. What's the difference between Jim Rohn and you? Jim Rohn and me? Two things. Work ethic and personal education. Formal education makes you a living. If you become self-educated, you can create a fortune. It is what it is. And the amount of emotion placed upon people that placed upon the royal wedding instead of our 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 grandkids and even Jim Rohn instead of anybody else is hard for me to wrap my mind around. And and again, you know, I've had the opportunity to hire Jim to speak at for our organization and, you know, ride back you know, take him back to the airport and get him on the plane, you know, sit in the back of a limousine and had a very intimate, you know, conversation with him that I will cherish for the rest of my life. I, I absolutely my respect for for him is is higher as high as it possibly can be for any human being. But again, I didn't go to the seminar to get my picture taken i went to the seminar to learn to get better you know i don't attend uk basketball games to be seen on tv i mean don and i were here uh, when georgia played uh kentucky we were in atlanta at the time we went over to athens we were sitting behind the bench and it was like you know we the the camera on tv got us behind the bench and it was like my cell phone was dinging like crazy. People were watching us on TV or saw us on TV. And I think, oh, that's cool. And I appreciated all my friends and people letting us know. Uh, but sincerely, I was there to watch the Wildcats uh, kick some bulldog butt. That's why I was there. So, you know, over my career, I've been on every network TV station doesn't mean anything to me. I'm a kid from Stamping Ground, Kentucky, population four hundred, that decided to become personally educated and go to work. What and and, and and see, for me, I think one of the reasons that people connect with me is because I sincerely believe that if I can do it, you can do it. And I understand the path to get you there. I believe that. I believe that with everything within me, and it's nothing beyond that. So I'm asking you to consider, I'm asking you to consider and think about this week. How is important? How important is to you what somebody else thinks about you? How important is that to you? Because I think as a culture... It's too much emphasis is placed on that. You know, there's people all over the world this weekend are be going to concerts, uh, and the main motivation for going to the concert is so they can take pictures and put themselves on social media. Uh, Don and I went to one concert last year. It was my absolute favorite band growing up uh rl speedwagon and it, you know rl speedwagon and sticks and there's very few if you gave me free front row tickets there's very few concerts that i would go to just to be at the concert. Uh, I got some deep emotional ties to a lot of Ariel Speedwagon songs. That's why I wanted to be there. And again, I understand that I'm not normal. I understand that I'm on one extreme. But I truly believe that the sooner you figure out in your life, and I don't know why I feel this way, but I really believe that the sooner you figure out what really matters the most in your life, not what's supposed to matter, but what really matters the most in your life, the happier you're going to be. You know, I, uh, today I was, uh, had to run and get a haircut and I like to go in the middle of the afternoon so there's nobody else there because I never take, never plan enough ahead to, uh, make an appointment. And when I was coming back, There was a song that's real popular right now. It's by, I can't remember the kid's name, but he was, I think he was an American Idol winner or runner up country music song. And the title of the song is five more minutes, five more minutes. And it was just, it's a phenomenal song. It's worth looking up on. It's probably on YouTube or something and just listen to the words because for me, for me, and maybe, I think I've been this way most of my life. No question, after a couple of heart attacks, uh, you, you go to a whole different level with all of this. But every day of my life, my goal is just to focus on the things that matter and do my best to ignore everything and everybody else that doesn't. And I'm not saying human beings don't matter. They do. They do. But my focus, my my capacity to do what I need to do, uh, is limited. And I, I, I don't care that somebody thinks that this cat video is, is funny. So my goal every single day of my life, every day is to focus on the things that matter and ignore everything and everybody else because everybody's trying to get our attention constantly. And I see so many people that, you know, again, are going to the concert so they can get their picture or they're going to do this They're going to do this. They're going to go do that. They're going to the event so they can have their pictures on social media. And again, there's a time and a place and there's value in that. No question about it. But some people are just too preoccupied with that. And it prevents them from focusing on the things and the people that they care about and the activities that will move themselves forward in their life and their business. Uh, I found this poem, and I, I, I do not read poetry, but I thought it was worth sharing with you. And the name of it is You Don't Know What You've Got Till It's Gone, and it's by Phaeton Khaled. So I'm going to share this with you. And again, I'm not a poet, (laughs) But but it says, I didn't get to see her even for the last time. I was too late. I was too slow. And now she's gone. She is no more. I wish I could turn the clock And see her more often as I could. But regrets are all I have in me. But if I can change things, I would. I I should have seen the signs. I should have seen. I should have been more loving. I should have been more kind. Because I had no other but her. No tears are pouring down my cheek. It's pointless. It won't bring her back to me. I can't cry enough inside. All I can do is pray for her journey. God keep her safe. Let me be amongst the good, forgive her sins, I pray for her, I pray for my beloved grandmother. Uh, that's what's real, guys. That's what means that's that's what life's about it's those close, it's those relationships. I mean, I would give anything to go back and spend time with, with my grandparents, you know, and that's why I think now with Don's parents, my parents, you know, getting up in age, my mom's birthday is actually today. She turned 78 today. And, you know, having that time is, is something that I just cherish. I cherish. And it, and that's, what's important. It's not uh, posing for my friends at uh, a Willie Nelson concert or what have you. So I just hope you appreciate all the things you have in life because you never know that time when it's going to be gone. It's going to end. And, you know, my hope is what I try to do is just clear the clutter, clear the clutter inside my mind. And realize what I have now and be thankful every single day for everybody in my life. And don't wait until they're gone or you've lost something to start to appreciate it. And the reason we lose things is because we take them for granted many times, including our businesses. So don't wait until you realize that you're without it. Uh, and you know the foundations around you start to crumble. I mean, I see this and talk with network marketing leaders every day that were flying high and did not did not you know pay enough attention to the things that they needed to pay attention to. You know, there's there's many things that we fail to realize uh, that what the true value of them are, and until they're gone from our lives. You know, I heard a quote one time. It says, if money can fix it, it's not a problem. And probably some of you have heard me talk about trust. My, My grandson just turned nine years old. And, you know, trust was born. He was never supposed to be born. He'll never walk. He'll never talk. But he's provided a tremendous amount of joy to our family. And, you know, people say you don't know what you've got until it's gone. The truth is... You knew what you had, you just never thought you'd lose it or never or thought it would always be there and took it for granted, whether it's businesses or friends or teams or family. So I just wanted to share this with you guys this week. You know, I I, I heard you know the Jim Rohn quote recently again and you know, then I'm coming back from getting, from getting my hair cut and I'm here in five more minutes and I just, I just wanted to get this out of my mind right now while I was thinking about it. You know, I sincerely believe that the most important entrepreneurial trait from this point on in history is the ability to focus on the things that are important and that will move your life and your business forward. I, I sincerely believe that. That's the most important thing you can do at this point in time in history. And it's becoming harder and harder because we we pay way too much attention to things that really don't matter. Royal wedding, in my mind. In my mind. So... The reality is, I believe that most people can't focus because of two things. They're worried way too much about what other people are thinking about them. And they're surrounding themselves with people in their circle of influence that are just not entrepreneurial and not supporting their endeavors. And look... Most of my family, uh, but all of them, uh, I, I would say it are not really entrepreneurial. Uh, so don't misunderstand me and don't try to put words in my mouth here with this podcast. If anything I've said has upset you or you're violently opposed or, you know, whatever, then fine. You know, you don't have to listen to any more of these podcasts. and You didn't have to listen to this one. Uh, I'm just trying to share with you some things, some insights that I wish I had more awareness about uh, earlier in my life. Uh, I wish that when I decided I was done with network marketing that I had gotten to a high level uh, coaching group that that challenged me, because it would have been good to be challenged and not just coasted for as long as I did. So, guys, I appreciate you. I appreciate you listening to this information. I hope that something I've said has made an impact for you. Uh, appreciate every single day, every single day, every moment, every person in your life. Don't take them for granted. Don't take them for granted. Uh, it's just not worth it and under, under any circumstances. you know again, my goal is to get up every day and put as much time, energy and effort into things that are going to move my, that are important and that will move my life and my businesses forward and to ignore everything else. This is Dale Calvert. You guys have a great week. We'll talk to you next week on another session of the MLMSuccess.com podcast.
1: If you haven't gone over to iTunes yet and rated and left this podcast a review, what are you waiting for? At Calvert Marketing Group, we want to spend our time on the projects that we know are providing the most value for our clients and customers. You leaving us a review and feedback on iTunes is something that helps us more than you realize.